Welcome to the Trailer Cast with Elise Snipes. Each week, I will be sharing with you from inside my vintage trailer where I work as a therapist and share some of my musings on the human experience. I am endlessly fascinated and inspired by people. I love being a therapist and I'm deeply grateful for the intimate and beautiful work I get to do. I believe we are wildly capable of healing and making this world a better place, and this is my attempt at doing that. Sharing beauty to invoke beauty. May you find yourself inside these stories and ponderings and be better for it. Cheers. Hey everybody, welcome back to TrailerCast. I am excited and nervous to be here with you today because I am going to do a tell-all true confession with probably pictures on Instagram regarding the messiness that is my organizational life. <laughs> so be prepared because today we are talking all things Marie Kondo and how we are going to Marie Kondo not only our mind, but also my drawers. <laughs> Okay, so the good news is, you guys, I'm going to tell you the end of the story first. I have a good friend named Liz. She's going to be with us here today in the podcast as well. And she literally came to my house this week on Friday to help me go through my mess. One, I hate that I have a mess. Two, I feel super shameful and embarrassed and young about it. Three, clearly not enough to actually do something about it. So this is why I brought in Liz. Okay, so since Marie Kondo came out with her old does, does This Spark Joy and her idea of, of simplicity and all the things Marie Kondo, I immediately felt that transition between the external space and the internal space and how we care for both. And while I like to pride myself in being some form of Jedi in regards to taking care of our internal space and recondoing our mind and our emotional sphere and our spiritual sphere and all the places in which we take care of the insides, I am the absolute worst when it comes, okay, maybe not the absolute worst because I'm not a hoarder, okay? It's like not, not dirty, dirty. It's just disorganized dirty, okay? <laughs> so it's been a struggle and a journey for me. And so when I saw what Marie Kondo was doing, I thought immediately, I'm like, I need that woman in my life. And thank the good Lord, sweet baby Jesus, that I have my own version of Marie Kondo and my friend Liz Wan, who does Coastal Organizing Company. She's the bomb. And I am recording this portion ahead of time because I want you to hear my internal struggle before Liz comes. Okay. So here are my feelings leading up to this. I was already embarrassed about having Liz come over that I took pictures ahead of time of what my closet and drawers looked like and sent it to her. So that way I would have, I could avoid the actual shame of her seeing my mess in person. Okay, how is that for self-preservation and, and fear? And then wanting to like, kind of like show her what she was getting into ahead of time. So I was watching the way that I was kind of protecting myself from what this process was going to be like. Then she responds to my text message, like, at least that's not that bad at all. And in my head, I'm like, oh my God, but it's the worst. So then I had to stop and realize that my feelings about my drawers, my feelings about my closet it is for sure filled with so much more shame than is actually necessary. 
but I didn't realize this at first. At first, I'm literally like feeling so embarrassed about it that I'm sending her pictures so that she she can be forewarned. And then when she responds with like, like kind of like try me, like please, like girl, whatever, that and it was genuine too. Liz is not one to BS. So I thought, okay, my reaction and my emotional attachment to what is going on inside my closet and drawers has a lot more to say about me than the actual drawers themselves. Okay, you, you catching me there? Sometimes my feelings slash insert yourself here, our feelings have a lot more to do with how we actually feel about what's going on rather than the thing itself. So the messy drawers are not that technically <laughs> that bad. I'll show you pictures. You tell me what you think. But all of my feelings of shame and bad and gross and awful and the worst and all that, that's the actual problem. Just like in last week's podcast, we were talking about house paint and how it's not about the house paint. It's not about the drawers. It's about my own feelings of being embarrassed about not having it all together. Damn. That's hard to say out loud, but it's true. So then the opposite action or the way into that vulnerable space is inviting someone else into it with me. Because what I would rather do is feast on my shame by myself, right? Take it alone and hide it and just close the drawers or shove the drawers closed. But inviting somebody into that space, that's like the exact opposite thing of what shame wants me to do, right? Like if shame is this passenger in my car saying like, ugh, just shove it away. Nobody should see this. Because what if they saw your drawers? What would they think about you? Or what does it say about what's going on internally within you? Like, it's just like the super seductive, cynical voice. I imagine shame kind of being like this like older woman dressed in black, smoking a cigarette at the bar, just giving me straight shade <laughs> and drinking like a super sophisticated like martini or something and just looking at me like I'm like got nothing and that is how I see shame in my life <laughs> so then I think with that woman that I have to be like or that shame woman like okay so what you want me to do is to keep it to myself so the only way out of her voice that is so seductive and so real and so right there is to invite in humility somebody right into that space and saying, I need help. I'm clearly not like doing this well on my own. And it's not about my clothes, Liz. It's about my fear. It's about my body. It's about um, death. It's about people being taken from me. It's, it's so much more, all the things I have shoved in there. It's so good to process this out loud because truly our internal reality is reflected in our external space. And this is something that I want to confront again and again and again and again. Whatever is going on in our internal, it does start to take up room in our external. So sometimes, sometimes when people come to my office or we're working together, I'll say, okay, I want you to think about this experience like you're just going to dump your purse on the table. Like you're just gonna like just tip it upside down and let it all come out. We're gonna see like all of the things that are in there. What are the old receipts? What's that like unidentifiable substance at the bottom of that leather brown pocket? Like I wanna know the lipstick that doesn't have a cap in there anymore, T torn up checks. I mean, this is clearly my own purse. <laughs> what are the things that are in there? Old mints, um, kids crafts. These are literal things from my purse, okay. And when you dump all those things on the table that we could look and see, does this serve you? Does this serve you? What have you just been carrying in there for so long? Are you hearing the metaphor? What are the things that we need to just actually get rid of in Marie Kondo? And what are the things that we need to pack back up in your purse so that you're ready for your life? 
how can we emotionally unpack and ask, does a spark joy, does a spark joy, does a spark joy? What are the things that we need to be able to let go of in order to make room for a new thing? What are the things that we need to let go of so we are ready to make room for a new thing? One of the things that I know that I am going to confront this week in my drawers are some of my brother's old t-shirts. I don't want to let them go. I've never worn them. My brother um, died in a skateboard accident 12 years ago and I can't let it go. I don't want to. I want to look at them. I want to remember when we bought them together. I want to remember how we used to shop together. I want to remember how we used to dance in the car together. Those shirts are life because my brother, when he was alive, wore them. And so the idea of throwing them away makes me feel like I'm, I'm committing or agreeing with his death. You guys, which is real? Like it, it's true. So I feel like sometimes the shirts are a form of my denial. And don't get me wrong. I can keep stinking shirts. It's not about the shirts. It's about my feelings and this last shred of wanting to keep him alive. But me keeping those shirts in my drawer isn't going to do that. I just hit the table. (laughs) There are so many other ways that I can keep my brother's memory alive or keep his life alive. I don't need the shirts, but I've made an attachment to the shirts. I've somehow convinced myself that these shirts are actually gonna preserve his memory. So let's take that symbol even further, right? I'm like, there's the, there's my grandma. I feel like it's death upon death right now in my freaking drawers. I have all these, all of her old, not all, because women love to shop, but I've got some of her old funky pieces of clothing and what I would like to do is find a way to make room for them because that is truly a symbol of the woman that she was, eclectic, loud, radical clothing from all different time periods. And I want to claim that as a part of my own as well. Other things that are I'm facing in my drawers, clothes from when I used to weigh a lot more. And I'm afraid that I'm going to gain all this weight back and I'm gonna need my fat clothes again. <laughs> hear me with that? Uh, the turmoil, the inner turmoil. I'm afraid that I'm not going to be able to love my body or love myself and take care of me and stay healthy. And so I'm keeping these old clothes as a backup plan, as like a plan to like relapse, right? As a plan to like go back into sickness. That thinking, that agreement, that attachment is something I need to shed and get rid of. Hence why I'm inviting Liz to my house, (laughs) to my room, to my drawers, because I can get in there and I start to see, oops, I start to see all these things that are in front of me. And then I get so overwhelmed that I just like shove it all back in the drawers, close it, walk away, get my same old trusty pair of jeans that I love to wear and t-shirt, sweater, and call it. I need a professional. (laughs) I need someone to help me sift through what I need and what I don't need. I need someone to then take the things that I don't need and take them far away from me because I don't need them, because they're taking up space, because I need room for things that fit and work and I love and spark joy. You guys, let's stick in this metaphor, internal and external. What are the things that are taking up space in your metaphorical drawers? What are the, what's the old shit? What needs to be given away to goodwill? What are the things that you do want to cherish and love and remember and hang in your closet in a way that you can look at and be like, man, that woman was so freaking awesome. What do you need to organize? What do you need to look through and say, hey, that season of my life was just 
pure crap and I, I it's not serving me in my attachment to those memories or those experiences and so I need to be able to turn that over to a professional to donate to to burn to get rid of for me because when I go and look at my own internal stuff I have a difficult time wading through it and so I'm so thankful that there are people like Liz and Marie Kondo that exist so that they can help us graciously but also like kind of like sternly, like come through and rip through what we need to, because it's something I cannot do for myself. Again, um, I feel, I feel thankful and vulnerable. And even as I process this out loud, just talking here, I'm already feeling like, okay, it's time. I need to get in there and do this work. So tag along. I'm going to probably record certain snippets when I'm with Liz as we filter through like what comes up because I want to stay present with the emotional self and see how that integrates into the actual physical space. So that's what's coming up next. Okay, so we are halfway through the organizing process of my life and Liz is with me here now. And so I'm going to give her a moment to talk to us about who she is and how she got started in organizing. Hi, Liz. <laughs> so good to be here with you today. Um, so I'm Liz, and I have an organizing business, Coastal Organizing Company, and I'm local to Orange County, so not too far from Elise. And why I got started? Wow, that's a <laughs> yeah, kind no of like pressure. a big question, <laughs> because I have been obsessed with organizing my whole entire life, which is weird to say, but... <laughs> I've always loved it. It's just been a stress reliever for me. Um, I find joy in it. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> when I had my daughter, Ellie, I realized that she is just like me. And I think growing up, I always felt like I was a little intense, okay. a little crazy <laughs> for being the way I am. And I didn't celebrate my passion for organizing. I just kind of hid from it. And then when I noticed my skills, I guess, coming out in her, I felt like, oh my gosh, she is a toddler. She is living her best life, <laughs> <laughs> organizing her yeah. toys. It brings her joy. It's who she is. And why am I hiding from this? This is who I am Damn, since yeah. I was like, you know, born. Yes. Um, I was created this way. It's how my mind works. It's how I see the world. So yeah, you embraced it. I embraced it and felt like this is what I need to be doing because it brings me so much joy. Okay. And so that's then, why I got started. So you left a job then. I left a job. started your own company. Yes. Okay. And it was a crazy ride. Yep. And it's been so much fun. And working hard, doing what I love. Mm. Wow. Right? I can't. There's such a difference, yes. right? Like to work hard for something you love feels very different than just like working for the work. Yes. And doing something that I started and created. Yep. And doing it because it, it's who, who I am. You are. Totally, yes. totally, right? So that's the difference. Yes. Yeah, it's fascinating because like I, yeah, I like the idea of our children being able to reflect back a beautiful truth too. Because a lot of the times I think as a parent, sometimes I feel like, oh God, they're going to see like the good, bad, and ugly. And what gets yes. reflected back isn't always the positive thing. And then to see that. Ellie was able to reflect back like this piece of you that you were then able to hold rather yes. than move away from and feel like that was bad. Yes. So it's integration. Like yes. Real and celebrating who I am and the moments and the feelings I thought were bad. Yeah. Being intense, you know, um, you know, being so structured. Totally. It's, it's just who I am and it's, it's okay to be that way. Yes. Or, 
or whatever way we are, right? Yes. Like, because like, okay, so clearly, I do not have those strengths. <laughs> like, I don't. I have none of that. That's how I. Yeah, I feel like we meet critical as I'm on myself. I'm saying that, but like, I feel things very deeply. Yes. And so, similarly, wanted to like, I'm I'm sensitive and feel and want to connect deeply to other people. Yes. And want have wanted to shrink from that for fear that it's too much for other people or maybe yeah. they don't want to connect to me in that same way and yes. so it's interesting like to watch though again like a mirror in my own daughter that sense of like oh me unhindered by trauma me you know without being squished or told or whatever is kind of like is wild but lo- so much love and it has zero shame or fear of not being loved in return yes <laughs> it's very odd <laughs> isn't it yeah. Okay. So okay. So today, I texted you pictures ahead of time to ward off any shame, yes. so that way you knew what you were getting into. Yes, you've been worried all week. <laughs> yeah. No, he was. I all week I'd look over at what we were gonna do and was like, oh god. Okay. 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 But in full disclosure, I did nothing to prepare. Like I didn't. I didn't like even like clean up the things I probably should have. I'm like, no, I'm if I'm going in, I'm going all in. We're yes. gonna go do this thing, and I'm not gonna pretend that I'm not as messy as I am. And let you see all of the things. Yes. That actually felt really good, ironically. It's funny how it works, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I want to talk about things that are actually be helpful for <laughs> people that are listening besides just my emotional journey. Um, I want to find out, one, if there are, what are the hardest parts you think your clients face, actually, when they begin their organizing? Like, who are you organizing for? Anyone. Okay. You know, moms, mm-hmm. um, people who aren't married. Um, yeah, all my clients look so different. Okay. There's not just one type of person. So people that, what are you providing for them? You're organizing, but we just work, you're purging a lot of stuff too. Yes. So I'm helping them figure out what they need, why they need it, um, if they use it. Um, it's always helpful. I feel like with clients when they have someone else to talk it through with. And I think that's, that's why I'm here. I'm I'm laughing. So I'm like, that's, I'm like, uh, duh, for sure. On the other side of the table, I'm like, yeah, yes. Like that's, yeah. but that's my own business. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I experienced that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told you before we started recording though, that I thought like, um, that for me, I start to open my drawers, actual drawers and I feel so overwhelmed and like I'm in too deep and I can't, and I just shut it off. Yeah. And I'm like, I know that that is a mirrored experience for people in their emotional journey. Like, yes don't know how to sift through their things, don't know how to weed through, like, what's real, bad, good, right, up, down, like, what do I integrate, what do I not, what's mine, what's not, what's here, what's then, what's blah, 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 um, and we do, we need a guide. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I needed it's you like today. a coach, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to walk you through and give you permission yes. that it's okay to let go. And I think shameless, like, shameless permission, because mm-hmm. I think that was different, like, I didn't, I felt like today there was not... There was no shame. It was like, I'm going to bear what's here, and then mm-hmm. we're going to look at it together, which allowed me to feel, like, safer and more equipped. Like, oh, okay. Not I, I didn't even feel like I could do this. I felt like we could do this. And then by the end, I felt like I can do this. Good. It was Good. a pretty cool transition. Yeah, yeah, like, cool. Oh, it's here. It's cool hearing your experience. Yeah, yeah. That was bitching. Okay, if you were to, people that are listening, what are things that would benefit them where would they start if they're hearing this and they feel bad about their own closet yes yes <laughs> and overwhelmed yeah it's easy to get overwhelmed when you look at all the areas in your life that you want to get organized yeah 
Um, so you have to start small. You okay. have to start with one space. Like one drawer? You know, one, I would say your dresser, you okay. know, being okay. a space. Um, <laughs> kind of have to tackle through those things. You can't just do, you know, one drawer out of the whole dresser. Okay. Um, but starting in a small space, because when you think about all the areas, it can quickly become overwhelming. Yes. And then it just paralyzes you and you don't know how to get started. Yes. So you just don't do it. Yes. So start small. Okay. For sure. Okay. Okay. Um, what about, do people have like emotional responses besides me, but people have emotional responses when they're going through, like, how do you help people break through some of that? Yeah. They, I get a lot of different responses, which is so interesting. Um, you know, some people tell me they want to run, they want to sell their house so they can just pack it all up. And go, because when you move, you have to go through that process. Oh, so they're forced into it. So they're forced into oh. it because they don't want to make the decision on their own. Okay. Okay. So they have an excuse to push them towards getting their life organized. Yeah. They feel better about it. Um, you know, others are really embarrassed. Yeah. Others are embarrassed. <laughs> they, they feel shame. Yep. Um, you know, there's attachment to yes. things. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, the Enneagram popped in my head just now, too, because I'm thinking about... So, what's your Enneagram number? Three. Okay. So, I'm a, and I'm a two, and I know that two sits in the shame center, and so I think, like, even mm. through that lens, like, so as I looked in there and looked at all my stuff, I felt shame. I didn't feel a sense of, like, motivation. I didn't feel a sense yes. of perfection. And I was, like, I was operating completely out of that, like, that shame center from the two. It's very it's interesting. interesting. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> right? And, but then you can see that the ability for um, someone else's giftedness to be able to come in and lift or merge me through or other people through that process. Yeah. And well, I feel like strengths skills. brought together, you know, make it better. Yeah. Yeah. A better thing. Yeah. It's real. I think that there's such a big connection, too, between, like, internal healthiness and external healthiness because... Mm-hmm. Like I li- like I wrote down like the flow of my feelings. I thought this was fascinating. Vulnerable before you got here. Okay. Vulnerable when we walked in and I had to start opening my drawers because you said, okay, just show me, show me, show. I want to see all your spaces. And I'm like, oh god. <laughs> okay. Um, and then anxious when we started pulling everything out yeah. and overwhelmed. And then you asked me some clarifying questions, which I'll just say what they were. So then I felt clear. Like all of a sudden I saw the pattern. Almost it was like, oh okay, I think I see what's happening here. Immediately started feeling lighter as we were putting things in certain piles and I was able to make some more decisions. And then I felt competent. And that's the part I didn't anticipate. At the end of this, I felt competent. I think I thought I would come full circle and still feel bad that I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. But after walking through the process with heart open, I was like, oh my gosh. Like this is, it's clear and light and I feel competent at the end. Um, the big questions that helped me when you were going through it, and this is neat. This is your true nature, Liz. Like, because yeah. you just asked questions that were naturally flowing. It yeah. wasn't like you were trying to get me to do something. You were just helping me through it. Yeah. And so you asked, like, I, I was perseverating, like, oh God, do I do I don't I do I don't I give this away or not? And you're like, okay, so do you wear it? And I was like, no. I'm like, that wasn't the point. The point was I wanted to keep it. And you yeah. said, well, why don't you wear it? I'm like. Huh. <laughs> That was helpful. Like, why yeah. don't I wear that? And I don't, and then if I don't feel good in it, then why would I want to keep it? Like, do I not want to feel good? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. That was helpful and immediately allowed me to get rid of a lot of things. And then um, the other one was about feeling bad 
about the waste, feeling yes. bad about getting rid of things. What does yes. that mean? What does that say about me? And you said a couple things. One, the idea that I can donate this and other people will benefit. Yes. And it's just get use out of it. <laughs> yeah. So me hoarding it does not mean that I'm saving the world and not wasting. Yeah. That's in, that's like a total fallacy or magical thinking. Yeah. That's keeping me stuck. So. Right. Because you're wasting it if it's just left in the drawer not being used. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, it's, I mean, it sounds so simple, but yeah. it's like, and, and maybe it is simple from your perspective in the same way that it's like, oh, um, when someone comes in my office and they're, I'm like, if it's not serving you, like this thought pattern or this relationship, mm-hmm. it's like, so help me again to understand like why we're still doing nothing. Yeah. Like it feels clear in a different way. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's so fascinating to watch. This is, feels like such a specifically parallel experience. Yeah. My mom just texted us. <laughs> um, okay. So where can people get in touch with you? Where can they follow you or find out more about what you're doing and how you're doing it? Yes, so Instagram, best way, um, Coastal Organizing Company. So I share tips, and I can walk, you know, you through any space I even have on my highlights, you know, how to organize your pantry. Okay, so Um, at Coastal Organizing Company. Yes. Okay, I'll put that in the show notes, too, so people want to check that out and tag Liz on Instagram, because those hacks and tips are exceptionally helpful. Yes, mm-hmm. that's my goal. I want to I wanna help people get their life organized. Yes. Because once you do that, you feel better about yourself and yes. conquering the world. What do you think about maintenance? How do people maintain like what you do? So my, well, I always say this about organizing. Organizing is like cleaning, okay. and I don't think people realize that. That's a great point. <laughs> and so you have to do it yeah. constantly. Yeah. It's not something that you just want and done and it's done forever. You have to maintain it. Okay. And so when you think about your house, you clean your house every week, you know, every couple mm. of weeks when you can. Um, and if you didn't clean it, what would it look like? Yeah. And so same with organizing. You got you to gotta maintain. I, you know, I have a pantry. It's organized, but it's not always perfect. Yeah. I have to go through, you know, I usually do it weekly. Okay. Um, okay. That's helpful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Weekly. So like for your refrigerator, yeah. when you get groceries, that's when you would rearrange, throw out, you know, expired food, food that's gone bad. When it's trash day, mm-hmm. you know, that's another day to purge those things because it's trash day. And so that way you can take it out to the trash. That's everything's from your fridge, you know, that you need to get rid of. That's really so smart. simple things, simplify everything. When you complicate it, it gets overwhelming and then you yes. don't do it. Yes. I, those tips alone, I'm like, um, I wonder if other people already know these things and I just don't. But I'm like, yeah, you say it. I'm like, duh. I'm, yes, of course. That would make so much sense, wouldn't it? But sometimes maybe even hearing it or seeing it modeled is mm-hmm. like, the, I think the thought that came in was like, oh, I can do that. So you're right. Simplifying it is feels less less intense, actually. Yes. Less complicated. Yep. Okay. What about helping kids? Do you help parents help their kids get organized? Are you organizing kids' rooms? I am, okay. yes. I recently had a client who her kids you know, are younger, but they noticed. Mm-hmm. And they felt like it was helping them get ready every morning. Yeah. So label label everything, especially for kiddos okay. who can read. <laughs> um, you know, That way they know where things go. And yes. if they're putting their clothes away on their own, they can put it back in the right spot okay. and help with maintenance. Okay. What about maybe even doing icons because the kids been yes. playing pictures? Or yeah, icons so pictures is another okay. option for okay. you know kids that are younger that mm-hmm. can't read. Mm-hmm. 
So teaching them. I mean, my daughter is, I would say she's naturally organized, but I always help her. Hey, you need to clean your room. Yes. Let's do it together. Okay. So creating a an event. Yes. An and how old is Ellie? Let's be clear. She's almost three. Right. Exactly. Yes. This girl's got it together. Yes. And so before <laughs> bed every night, if her room's not clean, before she goes to bed, she asks to clean it because she it's just it's amazing. normal for her. Um, but I also, I'm sure that's me, you know, always asking her and helping her through it. But it also made me realize that kids can learn how to get organized and adults can learn how to get organized. It's a learned trait. Yes. It's so, it's interesting because I I was thinking immediately, I'm like, I, I don't, I'm not asking those questions about cleaning the room at the end of the night, but Mm -hmm. without fail, it's like a major heart check. I want to sit and like know what their experience was of themselves, others in the world that day. (laughs) I'm like, like, this is why we all need each other in community because I would not think, I don't care about the room. I care about their little being inside yes. there, right? Now, my husband does care about that. And I think that's why we are, it's, it's helpful to be mm-hmm. married to someone oppositely strength. Um, but I hear this from you and I think I can add that. And I have a son who I know will love that because he's a one on the, I think he's a one on the Enneagram and he will really, he likes clean and clear spaces. Yes. And it is more important for him to be able to be met in that space rather than me trying to meet him in my space. Like right. Isaac does not, he, the feeling thing is like, okay, but like, mom, can we read about the science book together? Or can we read about black holes and understand the algorithm <laughs> that allowed all the like telescopes to <laughs> capture a black hole for the first time in history? You know, and so I think, yeah, being able to see that the unique or the specific gifts together make for a really rich community. I think all of our children benefit when we see there's many ways to like connect at the end of the night or come back to home at the end of the night. Yes. That's cool, Liz. That's a great idea. Okay. Top, top things you want people to know. Organizing is don't make it, don't make it so complex. Yeah. Start small. Yes. Um, and having a coach or a guide to take you through it will be less mm-hmm. overwhelming, more efficient, time efficient. Yes. Yeah. Even if you just had your spouse or a friend, yes. you know, yeah. you could kind of talk you through, does this actually look good on me? <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. That's actually, that's, you know, that's why I miss living always... with roommates. <laughs> right. I'm like, college I, yeah, days. Get rid of, bring it. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun actually. Like I'm having like girlfriends over. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I will serve wine. You guys just go ahead. We'll runway this this yeah. outfit out. Whatever we'll I don't yeah. need anymore. Yeah, you take right. Yeah. You know, Dad, that might be happening. A sip soon. and swap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Well, a sip and swap. A sip and swap. Did you just make this up? What is I happening? I did not make this up. It's a thing. A sip and swap. You bring clothes that you've already gone through. Yes. So it's a little different. And then you guys have wine and yes. hors d'oeuvres. Yes. And then you look I'm through each other's that. clothes and take whatever you want home. So it's great. Okay. I like <laughs> that. Okay. I hope people do that. I yes. hope people walk away from this episode that are literally like, okay, I'm going to get clean up my, my shit. And then I'm going to sip and swap it out. Yeah. All right. Make it fun. Bomb. Yeah. You know? Make it fun. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting because I think, again, because we have, we work in parallel spaces where there's a sense of, I also want people to feel light about their hard work mm-hmm. and I want them to realize that it is much more simple than it seems and that we can have fun even while we're going through pretty intense things, but that it's a genuine experience. And I think that if we are able to keep work, whatever the work looks like in a space that feels like doable and positive we're apt to come back and repeat it repeat that behavior maintain it because it feels good yeah so cool okay anything else any other things you want to say or anything you want people to know um anything you want to reflect on this experience yeah i mean it was great working with you 
um, when I came into this, I was thinking, you know, Elise is a therapist. <laughs> you know, but I'm co- it was just interesting. I'm coaching you yeah. through this emotional process. Yes. Um, and, you know, we know each other and we yes. are very different. Yeah. And, you know, I have a lack of emotions at times. And so it was like really neat. And I think I learned a lot of how to coach, you know, okay. other clients through this. Good. Um, so it was really good. It was really helpful working with you. Good. And I enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's, I, I also a giant sucker for like vulnerability that I was like, okay, I'm yes. Like, oh yeah, Liz is, can I come over and see all this? And, yes, but it's like, it's there's happening. a closeness in there, you oh, know, yeah. that's like, it's okay. And yeah. now you know, like all those things that I'm like, and if you, now we can still be friends. Like that's yes. great. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, one thing I mentioned to you many times is give yourself grace. And that's what I would have to say to everyone is give yourself grace. Yeah. You know, when I talk to clients, they always say like, your house is probably perfect. Mm. And I'm like, ha, come over, come over right now because no, my, there's dishes in the sink. I'm, you know, a working mom and my husband works full time. Like we are busy people. Yes. Our house is not always perfect. Yeah. And so it's easy to feel like because I'm a professional organizer that I've got it all together, but I don't. And so everyone, give yourself grace. Yeah. Because it's not, this life is not meant to be perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. It's meant for us to try to, to get things done, but yeah. 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 It's that- not meant to be perfect and... I'm not perfect. That's a good, that's a good realization though, too, that the goal isn't that perfection. And you did lead with grace. Like that was very helpful to be like, at least don't be so hard on yourself. Like like, this isn't the worst I've seen, but yeah. If you can get that out of the way, then you like actually get into the work. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can actually move forward and become a better version of yourself. Yes. Dig it. Cool. Okay. So at Coastal Organizing Company. Yes. And, and then my www.coastalorganizingcompany.com. Yes. Simple. Boom. I <laughs> yep. love it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for everything. For and this, this and great. that and all of it. Yeah. I dig it. Cool. Okay. So I want to know what the heck that was like for you. You got to hear my intro. You got to hear about all the fear I had as I was about to jump into all this like shame, vulnerability, and bizarre attachments with my friend Liz. Then you got to hear from Liz herself and you got to hear about what a freaking badass she is in the space of organization and how it is often so much more than physical space. It is so often emotional. So a couple things, follow up with Liz, you guys, or a person that is able to um, help you organize not only the physical space, but the internal space as well. Um, and, And second to that, Think about ways that you can engage your own work in this way. If you are looking at your purse, if you're looking at your closet this week, if you are thinking about your Instagram feed, do you need to Marie Kondo and curate that feed? Do you need to ditch old attachments that you're looking on that person's feed just to stalk them or just to feel bad about yourself or just to compare yourself? If it doesn't spark joy there, ditch it, you guys. Evaluate consider, spend time with the spheres in your life in which you need to Marie Kondo that shit. Okay. <laughs> consider what, like, where you intersect with this information. I want you to think about what this has drawn up for you today. And so if you were with me today in the trailer, one, I would feel like I've got nothing to hide now. So while I started this episode in shame, now I feel pretty free and light in the sense of 
yeah, you've seen it all. It's there. And, and you know what? Now it's not there because I took care of it. There was a growing up for me in this episode. And so I would want to know in you as well, what are the spaces in which you need to inhabit more fully? And when, which you need to look at that shame seductress across the bar and tell her that she can snuff out that cigarette and take her martini elsewhere because you got work to do. What do you need to do? And what do you need in order to enter into your work more, more fully? Maybe even just using some of the tips that Liz gave. Maybe even just continuing to show up here to this podcast and, and listen, <laughs> listen to my own work as I share it with you. Or share your work with me. I'd love to hear from you. I love hearing about what this conversation sparks in you. And I want it to be a conversation. I want it to be one of, of genuineness. We don't need, and I don't need, false platitudes and high fives. I want a real thing, and I want a real you and a real connection. DM me, email me, let's stay in touch. I want to know what sparked joy in you this week. I want to know what's being cleaned out, and I want to know what you're making room for. Okay, guys, have the best week ever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you are interested in beginning your own work in therapy or coaching, you can go to www.elisesnipes.com. Follow me on Instagram at Elise Snipes Collective, where I will be sharing more with you throughout the week. You can get in touch with me to suggest a topic for the show or to ask a question from your own life you would like to have answered. Or just say hi by emailing me at elise at elisesnipes.com. Remember to subscribe on iTunes and tell your friends.